It's JT Smith of the TFON Podcast here for Season 2, Episode 18. We're going to be short and sweet tonight. I want to make sure you guys go back and check out Episode 17 with my man Joey Blackwell talking about UC Bama. A lot of heat on there. Also want to let you guys know that I was on the Sports Illustrated um, Bama Central podcast today. So that should be out tomorrow as well, just like my podcast. So make sure you check out both of them. I think I made a lot of Bama fans ticked off. I think I will once they hear it. So um, I'll probably do a little bit more of that, you know, ticking them off now um, as I'm going to talk about, you know, the UC Alabama, Georgia, not Georgia, my bad, um, Cotton Bowl. That's coming up on New Year's Eve. Probably the biggest game in, not even probably the biggest game in Bearcats history, program history. And I'm going to start it off with, you know, Bama is saying they are underdogs. You know, like they're taking an underdog mentality. Um, Will Anderson Jr., who's a heck of a player, um, probably one of the best pass rushers, or the pet premier pass rusher in the nation. Um, you know, with 15 and a half sacks, 13, no, 32 and a half tackles for loss this season. Saying they're going, they're the underdog. It's like, uh, I guess whatever floats your boat, but I think that's kind of tired and weak. Uh, I mean, these dudes are four and five star recruits. They might have a few three stars, but um, Bama, the underdog, is like saying uh, the Patriots with Tom Brady's underdog. You know what I mean? Are um, the Packers with with Aaron Rodgers is the underdog? You know, it's it just don't. Eh. It's it's a hell of an analogy, a pretty whack analogy, but whatever works, man. Um, I, I guess whatever floats your boat. But uh, I think that's going to be um, fuel to the Bearcats' fire. Um, it has to be because I mean they're clearly the underdog, but. I feel like the injuries to um, Mitchie and Joe um, are huge for the Bearcats, man. You know, they lose in one of their top receivers and then their top cornerback. I think the Bearcats can take advantage. And the Bearcats have a lot more talent than people think. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're loaded with NFL talent, man. I mean, it's not Bama, of course. Like, they're not going to have droves. But they do have a lot of people that are playing and a lot of people that aren't playing consistently that have NFL talent. So it is going to be interesting to see how this game goes. But honestly, I honestly think they're going to pull off the upset. Um, And I don't think this team believes this will be an upset because I feel like they have the talent in the, in the team um, to actually do this, man. They have a lot of people that are going to get drafted next year if they, if they choose to leave. Um, most of them have to leave, but you know, a few guys that are juniors that could stay for another year if they come back. Um, it's just going to be interesting, man. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a game to show, showcase all this talent. Um, the offensive line is definitely key for the Bearcats. If they can hold water against this defensive front and control Will Anderson, who, um, is a monster in, uh, you know, Fodarian Mathis. He's the other guy that, that you know, wreaks havoc a little bit. But, but Anderson is that guy. If they can hold him, control him, and not let him just take over the game, I think the Bearcats, not even think, I know they can pull off the upset. I just feel like this is, um, this isn't Bama from last year. So it's not the boogeyman team with, 
a million people that are going in the top 10 picks. It's, it's not going to happen. This isn't that team. Even though Bryce Young is, you know, Heisman, you know, trophy winner. I mean, he, he's still a sophomore. He's still only, it's only his first full season. It's possible he hasn't played the level of cornerback that he's going to play on Friday. And that's no slight to anybody in the SEC. But when you have two top tier cornerbacks, um, depending on where you rank them, you know, where you see these uh, draft mock drafts, you know, they're anywhere between, you know, they're both in the top 90 for sure. And, uh, I mean, Sauce Gardner is is going to be a hell of a matchup. You know, I know they're not going to shy away with him from him because of, you know, Jamison Williams. But at the same time, it, you know, Young is so good that it might come into benefit for the Bearcats defense. And because uh, Sauce isn't scared and he's a playmaker. And what you know about Fickle, he's going to have this team ready. And they're going to be razor sharp. Only thing is they can't beat themselves and can't be too anxious, um, which can happen at times. But they can't have silly penalties and stuff like that. As long as they, you know, stay away from that, they'll be okay. So we'll see what happens. Um, I think the Bearcats are going to go to the championship game. And that's not me just being a person that covers the team. I think they just had like the perfect, uh, perfect storm, man. I mean, this this has been a heck of a year for pe- people that cover the team and for the team itself. But when I saw them go to Notre Dame and just physically dominate the Notre Dame team, that you know they're on a, they're young and rebuilding, but you know at home, you know go, to go on the road and actually smack them in the mouth. I'm like, this team is different. And you got these leaders that just won't accept losing as an answer. Then, you know, it's just this different breed, man. And I feel like Bama will be back next year. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still here this year, but I feel like Bama will be back as a team that's a little bit more scary next year because they got a lot of cats that's balling that's, you know, very young this year. But uh, I just think they're right for the taking, man. And most people think, Cincinnati media or Cincinnati people that believe they can win are talking out the back of their you know side of their neck. But man, if you do the research, man, if the Bearcats can make them one dimensional, uh, and then they can protect Ritter because Ritter is going to be able to make plays with his feet, extend plays. Um, if he's not having to throw off his back foot or doesn't have you know he's not getting pushed around you know all day, if they can keep him upright, they have a solid they have a solid line. You know, they only gave up 20 sacks all season, um, but it's going to be a different test. So if they stand up to this test of that front seven, and mainly that front four or five that come, you know, especially being Will Anderson being the being an outside linebacker, they can they can control those guys, man. I'm telling you, I think the Bearcats will win comfortably. It'll be a good game either way but i feel like they'll win comfortably where you know you're like hey the bearcats kind of handle business and i feel like that's what's going to happen so we shall see make sure you guys check out the front office news man and uh hit up all the stuff we got up there man it's been a super busy week i almost didn't do this pod this week just because of how much you know content i've been pushing out on a it's almost feels like an hourly basis um from alabama interviews are on the web on the uh YouTube page, I put um, all the, you see practice footage, 
all you see interviews all up on the YouTube page and I actually put the links on the site as well so make sure you guys hit that up um, a lot of Bearcats have been getting some love um, on both sides um, you know Mikey Saunders won a got you know got earned AAC uh, you know AC weekly honor roll um, I don't know, I'm sorry for saying um so much, but Curtis Brooks and Mike Young um, both um, accepted an invite to the um, NFL PA bowl game, which is pretty cool. Another, I want to say it might be 10, let me see, no, it's actually nine, nine Bearcats are in um, after season bowls, you know, so that's pretty dope. It just shows how far this program has come and there'll be others, you know, I think that will get those offers if they, if they plan on leaving they come to you know legit um, post-college bowls to show their talent in front of scouts so we shall see man what happens but friday is going to be a big day i just think a lot of people especially the fans they don't understand how talented this team is and if bama is reading the clippings of a lot of the bama sites they're going to be in trouble that's all i that's all i see man because this team isn't coming to they're not here just for the swag bags they're not here just to be like oh we went to the cotton bowl this team is coming to win man and if family is coming just thinking because they're bam and they're going to win they're going to be in for a rude, rude awakening and the coaches can't play the game so all of the coaches do do have to make the adjustments but the players make plays and the bearcats have players and especially in you know especially in the secondary and i feel like the bearcats receivers and weapons are super underrated overall because they're in the aac Alec Pierce is big time. Tyler Scott's big time. They have two big time tight ends. No ifs, ands, or buts. Josh, Josh Wiley and Leonard Taylor are both big time. Flat out. So if they can't cover those tight ends, they're going to be in trouble. I don't think they're going to have a guy that can handle Pierce. I don't know if they're going to double him just because they might not have the respect. Um, I just think... They, they probably should because they're going to have such young corners that are going to have to guard him. He's going to have a three to four inch height advantage. Plus he jumps 40 inches and he's a 50, 50 ball master. doesn't matter. He's going against Bama. So um, Ritter's going to give give him chances, man. If he can stay upright to be able to get him the ball, I think the Bearcats are going to be cooking with fish grease, man. I, I just don't see no other way, but I want you guys to check out the pod that I'm on on bama central that's coming out tomorrow man i'm talking cash on there and hopefully bearcat nation likes it i'm gonna share that as well as my pod um on the same link so make sure you guys check that out but uh i just feel like this friday is gonna be a good day for everybody and i think beginning of 2022 is gonna be dope because i feel like the bearcat people that are down in dallas are gonna have a good time people that couldn't make it and are stuck in Cincinnati are going to have a heck of a time as well. And then on the 10th, people are going to go to Indianapolis, raid Indianapolis, and the Bearcats are going to play. I personally think Michigan's going to beat Georgia, especially if Stetson Bennett is starting and plays more than a quarter. That's just how I feel. I don't really want Michigan to win, but I feel like they're going to beat them. And then it's going to be UC Michigan in the title game. UC beats Michigan, boom. 
all pandemonium breaks loose and it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen. I see that happening. It doesn't sound like, and it's just not me saying a pipe dream move either. And I feel like it could definitely happen. And I don't want to see Bama and Georgia again. We already saw that two weeks ago or three weeks ago. It didn't live up to what everybody expected. Stetson Bennett is Stetson Bennett. I mean, if JT Daniels played that game, who knows? But Bennett isn't, I mean, he's a heck of a story, but I'll say that again. He, um, If the Bearcats had to play Stetson Bennett, I would not feel threatened at all, personally. That's just how I feel. And, you know, call call me what you want, man, but I, I'm not a believer in him. So um, I wish the, that young man nothing but the best, though, but I just don't see him as just the frightening quarterback. You know, Bryce Young is a heck of a player. You know, the Bearcats better be ready. But this defense is, is, is primed to play against somebody like that this year because of their corners, man. Their corners and their safeties are, are ready for the challenge. And, it's going to be a heck of a challenge, and it's, you know, Bama strength against the Cincinnati Bearcats strength. And without Minchie, that is a huge loss for Bama. And it's, you know, they have the talent. They have people that are there for sure, but it's it happens so late in the season. Even with the month to prepare, it's not going to be the same as with Minchie's there or if, the, if Minchie got hurt maybe three or four weeks before, you know. So we shall see, man. I just believe. Bearcats are going to bring it home, and everything's going to be all right in Bearcat Nation, man. I know it sounds crazy to be on the positive side of optimism, but I feel like this is the year and it's going to happen. Just feel like everything's aligned for them. Like everything had to happen, happen for them to be here. And I feel like because of that, everything that ha- has to happen for them to win is going to happen. And I just truly believe that. So. This cross gears, man, cross sides over to basketball. The Bearcats were supposed to start their season against Houston in the AAC on Tuesday, but because of, you know, Houston ravaged by COVID, hopefully those young men are okay. That game got canceled. And as of now, it counts as a win for the Bearcats. I don't know. I don't even make some changes the next day. I don't know if that takes effect for the Bearcats game or if they're, they're 1 0 in the AAC. But they will start the season, their AAC season, on New Year's Day at 7 at Fifth Third Arena. So hopefully the Bearcats can start off with a dub and keep keep it rolling. I feel like, you know, Wes Miller, he's done a lot with um with the situation, with the program, man, in such a small short time. You know, once he gets more wing height, I think that's gonna be great. And he does have help coming next year for sure. It's just that, you know, he already has 10 wins on the season. You know, beat Illinois. Only thing that, you know, the one that, that kind of hurt the most was just, you know, how Xavier beat him down. But, you know, as so much as I hate to say this, Xavier's probably a top 15 team, you know, as far as talent and everything. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, West has him going in the right direction. I feel like he will have him where we need him to be. And hopefully the Bearcats can pull off a 10 you know, AAC win, you know, season, man, and sneak into the 20 win category. But anything over 16 wins, honestly, he's playing with house money to me. I thought 16 to 18 was his sweet spot. And he actually has a chance to possibly be a 20 win, you know, coach in his first year. And, you know, he came on on the scene with four or five people under, under scholarship. So it's a heck of a coaching job. He just shows how good, you know, how good him and his staff are, man. So, We'll see. 
see what happens with them. Hopefully they, they get the dub. Hopefully UC wins on New Year's Eve. The Bearcats uh, basketball team wins on New Year's Day. So um, I plan on covering that game, and we'll see what happens. But make sure you guys check out, you know, like, comment, do whatever on the TFON podcast. Make sure you guys hit up the front office news. Um, dot com have all the posts uh, make sure you hit up the youtube page and also hit up the the, I, the instagram page uh, front office news got a lot of content on there man normally it's showing people what's on the site and then also some pictures if you want to see what's happening on, in the bowl front you know after practice and all that fun stuff so um and it hit you know hit the site man go hit bet us bet us um and then use the tfon 125 uh code man you get a free play and get some gambling stuff on so make sure you go through the link and, and use that code man and uh feel free to bet on uh, i won't say i won't encourage you to bet on this game but if you want to go ahead man and use that free play and, and do something with it so but yeah it's uh, tfon 125 and on bet you uh, bet us i guess or bet us bet us and use that and, and that's it, man. I'm, I'm JT Smith. I'm signing out on you know episode 18 of season two. All right, we'll be back next week. And make sure, oh, before I forget, make sure you be ready for the Catitude podcast that my man Alex and Cam Chancellor are doing tomorrow. I'll be the special guest on the first one. Those guys are you know doing it under TFON pod, pod or TFON brand, front office news. So make sure you guys support, check, and like them. Um, they're going to do it bi-weekly on Thursday. We made the announcement on Instagram yesterday. And, and support those brothers, man. The good guys. going to bring us a different different view on, on how the Bearcats are doing. Going to talk about football and basketball. Um, just like me, I plan, still plan on doing it weekly. But those, those guys are going to hold it down and give you guys some more content you know, to, to check out on a, on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis. Uh, and check them out man so uh but yeah i'm, I'm signing out for episode 18 of season two 